It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing and fantastic show. I'll introduce my guest shortly. I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I typically do this every single week. So I did a Facebook Live recently about beating procrastination, which was inspired by the five-second rule written by Mel Robbins. We tend to put things off, and it's because we're trying to avoid the feelings associated with procrastination. We might be afraid of failing, for example, and she outlined a three-step process for beating procrastination. Step one is forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for putting things off. Forgive yourself for allowing yourself to get into your current situation. Step number two is to visualize the future version of yourself and ask what that version of you would do in your current situation. And then step three is just do it. So anything you really want to achieve in your life is within your grasp. And the only way to get it is to start. You will be so very glad you did. With all this in mind, let me go ahead and introduce my guest this week. My guest is Dr. Robert Garcia. Let me tell you a little bit about him. After failing out of two out of high school and two colleges, Robert Garcia hit a low point at age 19. He was unemployed, sleeping on the floor, and unable to afford food. He had lost his direction for life. After an enlistment in the Air Force, Rob learned discipline, meticulous planning, and how to set goals for himself. These days, he's made his home in San Diego, California. He's the CEO of Shift, Advanced Life Design Magazine, has been featured on TV and radio, as well as becoming a noted speaker. He's been a frequent guest on business and entrepreneurial podcasts, and is the author of the book, Next Level Supercharged, and that is a must-read for anyone wanting to learn nearly any job or skill at an advanced level. So we will talk about all of these things and so much more on today's show. And before I forget, you can download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes for free anytime you'd like. I'd love it if you do that. I'd love it if you'd leave a review, five stars if you think it's worth it, and uh, that would be very meaningful to me. So here we are with my very special guest, Robert Garcia. How are you today, Robert? Hey, Brian, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so glad you're here, and I'm looking forward to this. So the first thing I always ask everyone is to have you tell us how you got started. Give us a sense of your backstory, what you went through, maybe some things you overcame, and what brought you to where you are right now. We'll spend the rest of the segment on that. Absolutely. I uh, grew up in Humboldt County, which is in Northern California, and I had what a lot of people would consider a tumultuous childhood. A lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol uh, from the family members, and I ended up moving around a lot, Brian. I ended up um, moving something like, I want to say 16 times between first grade and 11th grade, so I was constantly being uprooted, um, and that, that made it hard for me to focus in school, and I had a learning disability as well, so I ended up failing out of high school, and I ended up failing out of college, and then the next college I tried for, um, and at 19, I hit one of the lowest points of my life. I was uh, sleeping on the floor. I couldn't afford meat, 
and I ended up uh, losing my job and get kicked out of school at the same same week. That is intense. How did you handle that mentally, emotionally, spiritually? How was what was that like? I had already cut off a lot of ties with most of my family members. Um, you know, they weren't all bad, but my, my grandmother and my aunt and my sister are amazing, but everybody else pretty much was on their journey to just ruin their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just, you know, like anybody else that goes through a traumatic situation, I, I just let depression sink in for a while, and I and then I collected myself, and I joined the Air Force. And believe it or not, I tested off the charts, and um, my recruiter was amazed, and he brought me some food and and uh, that was the beginning of the journey, was joining the Air Force uh, at 21. Wow. I bet you learned a lot about yourself in the Air Force, didn't you? Um, I'll be really honest. I had a much different perspective than a lot of people um, when I first went in. Because, you know, most people on average are 18 or 19. And I was already 21. And I'd already, I'd already lived away from my family for two or three years out of state. And a lot of these guys were literally crying in their pillows the first couple nights. And for me, it was a vacation because I could eat. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? And and when you're 18 or 19 and you join the military, it's it's a pretty jarring experience, I would imagine. I mean, I, I didn't do that, but I have friends who did. And just to be away from home, even going off to college, it was a little jarring at first, just being used to the idea of not being at home anymore. So uh, let me ask you this. I mean, you moved around a lot, you said, uh, during your childhood. Did that affect your ability to find friends and to maintain good relationships with people? I, a lot of the moving was in the same town, so I, I could keep the same friends, um, luckily. And then, oh, um, so I, yeah, I, I grew up and it was a small town. So actually, um, you know, the people you grow up with, a lot of them I'm still friends with. Oh, that's good. And so you mentioned not doing well in school, dropping out of high school and such. And you mentioned a learning disability. How do you go from that to now having a doctorate? That seems like a very unlikely path. Yeah, it was, um, I started developing learning techniques in my 20s, especially in the Air Force, um, because I I obviously look at things a little bit differently. I have a cognitive uh, learning disorder, which means I tune things out that don't interest me. So it's actually people that have dyslexia actually have it harder than I do because they have trouble reading, whereas I just had trouble learning. Mm. And so um, academics were challenging. Classroom environments were challenging. So as I identified what my learning style was, which is kinesthetic tactile, I realized that I could, if I could make a diagram of something or draw a picture or use colors, um, the learning took place and oftentimes faster than my peers once I figured it out. That is so important. I mean, I learned about different learning styles when I was in graduate school. And I know that people can either learn by reading or by watching or by listening or by touching. And for me, I mean, if you want to, if you want to get me to program a, a DVR, a DVR or a VH, uh, a video cassette player back in the day, don't give me the manual. I will be lost for hours. Let me watch you do it, and then I can probably do it myself the next time around. So that's that's how I learn. I like to watch it being done first, and then I can do it after that. So yeah, it's 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 such a great discussion. Uh, because people, it, it's interesting. Our school system, you know, teaches us, you know, one way, and uh, if if you don't latch on to it, they just think you're dumb. Whereas they probably just haven't really explored that, you know, the idea that maybe a different learning style might be more appropriate. Does that sound like it makes sense? No, absolutely. And the, the the ironic part is, Brian, is that I never took my SATs, and I ended up becoming a high school engineering teacher. I didn't even pass pre-algebra. Wow. <laughs> 
that is incredible. That is unlikely too. You've had such an interesting life. Let me ask you this. How did you decide after all of this was said and done, how did you decide to become an entrepreneur? Um, eventually all paths lead to it. Like a lot of people, it, it, it's a calling and they, they have that Magnum PI voice in their head that kind of just doesn't feel right when they go to their nine to five. Mm-hmm. They realize that, um, they don't have the same mindset as their coworkers. They don't have the same mindset as their boss. They don't, um, they get bored by what they do and they don't want to work 30, 40 years at, at a job for that stability of a small retirement check. And that's, that's exactly what happened to me. Exactly. So what was your first business? How did that start? My first business was um, selling skateboards and I had a small clothing line out of my studio apartment when I was in grad school. And the funniest part, Brian, was that even though I had a small line, like I didn't have a lot of money to invest in it, I actually almost sold out of everything and I wasn't good at marketing. Just Mm -hmm. people liked me and wanted to buy from me. Well, that's a good thing. Absolutely. I mean, if, if if people buy from people that they know, they like, and they trust, if someone likes you, you're far ahead. I can understand that for sure. Yeah, and it, it was a f- good future lesson that I'm actually reaping the benefits of today is that, you know, I only had one skateboard made, like one graphic, and it almost sold out completely, like all of them. Um, and it was because people liked my enthusiasm and because they just wanted to support me. And, and I really carried that forward today. Yeah. And being from California, I'm sure the skateboard culture was pretty uh, visible, pretty wild. So it wasn't that hard to sell them, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, almost all my sales were online. I'd say 95% were online. So I didn't even have it in shops or anything. I just I just sold to my network. You know, if I thought about it, if I were to redo it today, I'd probably be pretty successful at it. Oh, absolutely. What would stop you from doing something like that now, other than the fact that you're probably too busy to do it? It's uh, It's not really my passion. To be honest with you, my passion is, is teaching people and, and uh, helping businesses become profitable. Absolutely. And we will certainly dive into all of that as the show moves forward. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. I mean, elaborate a little bit more. We'll talk more about your coaching program and stuff later on down the line. But uh, give us a real brief synopsis of all of the places where you have yourself now in terms of your business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I recently released a speed learning book, The Next Level Supercharged. Um, selling pretty well, and I'm, I'm real proud of it. And then uh, I have a magazine called Shift Advanced Life Design. Um, the new issue actually comes out tomorrow, so we're kind of scrambling for that. And then I'm just doing business strategies. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely explore all of that for sure. My very special guest this week is Dr. Robert Garcia, and he is an expert in helping people become experts. He's an expert at helping people build their businesses. He is an author. He helps other people do the same, and he's got his his uh, arms everywhere in terms of where he's got his business going. So let me ask you, what are some of the biggest challenges that you face as an entrepreneur? Um. Me personally or just anyone going into entrepreneurship? Uh, you personally. For me personally, right now, my biggest challenge is going from a tier one to a tier two business. And that's uh, that. those are designations I have um, income-wise. So now I'm at the point where I'm making steady income and I need to delegate more. Absolutely. And we will definitely explore this and so much more as the show goes on in the next segment i will ask robert how he creates experts how you position yourself in the market and be memorable about it memorable about it we will ask him about creating a facebook group because that can be a really great way to uh, build a community 
and to generate leads for your business. We'll talk about Shift Magazine, what drove him to start it, why having a business, uh, a magazine for your business is a really great idea. And of course, we'll talk about his book, Next Level Supercharged, and what it means to be super productive and not get distracted. We will discuss all of this and so much more after the break. Please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. Don't go away. We will be right back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Are you stressed out? Because if you are, you're not alone. In fact, research shows that over 73% of all Americans report symptoms of stress, which is a key factor contributing to mental and physical illness. And that stress is usually related to work, money, or relationships. Up until now, the solution to combat the effects of stress have been delivered through pharmaceutical companies. But now there's a natural way to solve this problem without the harmful side effects. The Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement contains natural ingredients proven to reduce cortisol, also known as the stress hormone, which causes damage to our body. And unlike prescriptions, your satisfaction is guaranteed with a 100% money-back offer on all orders. In addition, a portion of all proceeds goes to PTSD research, and as a bonus, all purchases will include a free copy of the new ebook, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dr. Robert Garcia. And we will talk about... Uh, his magazine, and his latest book. But first, Robert, I want to ask how you create experts. I know this is a broad question, but how does someone go about doing that? That's a great question, Brian. Um, Half of creating an expert, believe it or not, is creating the perception of an expert. Um, And this this gets into the theory. And what I mean by that is that there's external and internal perception. So not only do you have to be a master of your craft and maybe have some branded products out, but you have, to, you have to focus on how people see you, how people recommend you, and how you're portrayed in media. Okay. That's, and so how do you go about helping people do that? I've, so I'm, I'm sure that you probably have to help them identify what their brand really needs to be. Some people really probably don't even know that, do they? 
No, and that's an early on, um, early on hot button issue for coaches and entrepreneurs when they're first starting out is they don't have strong branding. They don't have consistent branding. Um, you know, I, I go through the checklist with them when I'm going through a, a, a call and that's the first thing I do is I, as I trace back their steps, I look at their website, I look at their message and, um, and I look at, I look at them and I say, okay, how does the audience see you? How are people looking at you? How are they viewing you? Yeah. Yeah. That's important. I mean, branding is certainly one step of the process. Positioning yourself in the market is a completely different challenge. Uh, is it hard to make yourself look memorable in the media, or do you find that sometimes that's the easy part? It's easier than people think. It's hard if you're starting out and don't know what you're doing. Um, mm. I, I created my own media plan, uh, Do It Yourself, and I now sell, sell a course on it. But I managed to get 35 uh, plus media appearances across like podcasts, TV, and radio um, on a budget of zero. Wow! And and what span of time did all of these interviews happen? About a year and a half. Okay, that's that's pretty good. Any case? I mean, without mentioning names, of course, confidentiality. But any case studies of people that you've successfully taken through this process? Um. Yeah, a, a client of mine got two radio appearances the next day. And I just wow. have to show them some basic techniques. The next day. That's awesome. That, that's fast. Some of these shows are booked out for a little while. But the fact that someone said yes immediately means that they probably really needed content. And that's probably something that people don't realize is that these media uh, types need content constantly. I'm really glad you mentioned that, Brian, because that's such an important concept. Because that's a, that's a, a common misconception. People think that they don't um, have what it takes to be on media, but the fact of the matter is it's quite the opposite. The producers are scrambling for content every single day, and you need to present yourself. Yeah, that's that's an amazing point. Let's pivot a little bit uh, in terms of how you have branded and positioned yourself in business. One of the things that you've done is you've created a Facebook group, which I'm very happy to be a part of. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's uh, Success Engineers with Dr. Rob, and it, it goes against the grain of most groups because a lot of people, as you know, Brian, will just try and fill the group with as many people as possible under the assumption that, hey, that more members equals more sales. Have you seen that a lot, Brian? Yes. I'm in some groups that have tens of thousands of people in them. And guess what? You lose intimacy and you lose connection with clients. And I'm going to be honest, Brian, I have about 120 people in the group right now in Success Engineers, and I know nearly every one of them by name, and I know about them. That's incredible. And That's really great. I'll, I'll tell you, I, uh, I recently released a new ebook that's just to the group only, and I've made successful sales to about 10%. So imagine a 10% conversion rate in a giant group. That's almost unheard of. Yeah, that's almost impossible. And some of these larger groups that I'm in, some of them are really, really great groups, but the same 20 or 30 people are doing all the talking. Exactly. And that's what I love about Success Engineers. It's all it is, is experts deconstructing how to do difficult things in business and making it easy. That is amazing. So have you found that this is a really important part of your, your brand and your business model, or is this a small part of a bunch of other things? Oh, it's a, it's a huge part because it, it lets me practice uh, new content on people. It lets me run experiments and do polls and to find out that they really are my market and they really are the people that give me the, um, the market research I need in order to launch a new product. That's fantastic. So you also 
do shift magazine you also promote this within your group as well absolutely uh shift is free to read and i put it out there um to anyone that wants to read it and it's a great way to uh learn from experts and to find out about coaching events and things that are going on in in our entrepreneurial fishbowl fantastic what drove you to start the magazine i was just doing a lot of writing and i wanted to take it to the next level and i wanted to be able to um interview high-level celebrities, Navy SEALs, um, hard chargers. Absolutely. Who are some examples of people that you've interviewed? SEAL Team 6 member Howard Wasden, um, New York Times bestselling author Mike Michalowicz. Uh, he's the author of The Pumpkin Plan. Yes. Um, such a great book. Uh, Nicholas Bayerly, CEO of The Billion Dollar Body here in San Diego. And uh, Dr. Marshall Goldsmith, 28-time author and international speaker. Um, that was a tremendous interview. Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. And what's the book he's most famous for? Um, you know, to be honest, I'm not sure what his most famous one is because there are 28 of them. I know sure. that he's New York Times bestselling, though. But his advice I, was so spot on. Yeah, I, I do remember. He, he, I've seen his name on some books, and I'm just struggling right now to remember exactly what he wrote. But yeah, the name is very familiar, and he has been very, very uh, active in, in the marketplace for sure. So how is your magazine different from a lot of the other ones out there? Um, my magazine focuses on the quality of the interviews and asking really, really deep and important questions. Um, a lot of magazines just go for the generic uh, interview asking what they had for breakfast and, you know, just questions that don't really help the audience. And I'm, yeah. I'm more about, you know, can you deconstruct this technique and tell people how you got th this result and what the imperative steps were? I'm more Tim Ferriss about it. Like, I want to be scientific and actually um, create data for people. Right. There, there's definitely not a National Enquirer vibe to your magazine at all <laughs> i appreciate that and thank you I, I go out of my way to try and write really helpful questions absolutely so what kinds of doors has this opened for you oh it's it's been a bunch it's such an amazing platform if you're re uh, ready to do the work so i've 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 uh attended john lee dumas's uh product launch when he did the freedom journal um i've attended a couple of coaching events at no cost just because i have a magazine uh, gotten to interview several celebrities and make uh, business partnerships with them, and um, I get income from advertising, and it gets me it gets me known because I can promote people that need it, and I can do social good with it. Yeah, that is so important. I love that. Anything else you want to say about the magazine before we move on to something else? Um, I just want to say, uh, just if if you want a great magazine to read, check out Shift on Facebook, uh, Shift Advanced Life Design. Uh, magazine, and we do spotlight a lot of people from around the world, so it'll expose you to quite a few new people. Okay, and then so that's how they can get it, and it's free to read, you said. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Let's talk about your recent book, Next Level Supercharged. What inspired you to do this? Um, it was mainly just my own uh, problems with academia and realizing that there were others out there that were like me, and um, you know, isolating learning styles and figuring out what worked for me. I, I isolated 16 methods in order to learn things faster and in order to um, rapidly become good at skills. And so, uh, so I put I put in those 16. I put on a, a five-tier rating system to to show you where you're at at a certain skill and how to rate yourself. And then I interviewed high uh, five high performers like Team Hoyt. Um, Joseph Kapachewski, who is the first one-legged ranger in active duty on a prosthetic. 
and um, Josh and Jill Stanton from Screw the Nine to Five, which I'm sure a lot of your uh, listeners know of. Wow, that's fantastic. So how do you become super productive? I mean, there you mentioned there are 16 uh, techniques to accelerate your learning. Uh, how, how does someone become more productive? It's all about front-loading, Brian. And front-loading is a term that means you do everything ahead of time. And um, you don't try and scramble during the middle of the week, for example, to do your social media. So you're preparing. You have your daily goals. I'm sorry, your daily tasks mapped out. You have your weekly goals and then you know what your day is going to be like, and you're not wasting time, and you value your time. Oh, that is so important. Using your time is something that can help you become way more productive really, really fast. And it's so amazing what kinds of things can distract you. Facebook is a time suck. Uh, <laughs> letting letting people just randomly barge into your life uh, on messengers like, hey, how you doing today? Hey, can we hop on a quick call and talk about Sure. And then that 10 minutes becomes 45. And then I think, wow, where did my day go? I'm sure you've experienced that. Oh, exactly. And that's one of the topics I addressed in my uh, my ebook, The Profitable Entrepreneur. It's all about um, using your time properly, putting a money value to it, and realizing that if somebody busts a call, you're going to send them an invoice. Yes. There you go. I love that. So you're a speed learning expert. How can we learn the most in the least amount of time? There are a couple of steps that I've found that you can apply to nearly anything. And once you complete these steps, um, once you complete these steps, you'll have a greater understanding. So the steps are to create a process, to diagram it, to have a timeline, and then to have a quantifiable metric at the end of it. Now think about this entrepreneurial circles, Brian. If you were going to make a new sales funnel or social media strategy or a new website, this process can help you. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that. And the idea of diagramming things out, that appeals to the visual uh, sensation that a lot of people probably have, just being able to see it in front of them. Does that, that helps, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, that was one of the biggest things I did when getting my doctorate. And this sounds very, very unusual, which is why I'm going to share it. I made a diagram of my doctoral path, the classes that I had to take, except I did it the, the Rob way. Um, I'm looking at it right now. It's on my wall, and I share this when I lecture um, PhD students. It has a, a shark on a. It has a shark, a minotaur on a surfboard, a fighter plane, a lot of colors, and then every class listed till I graduate. And I did that so I could focus. I love that. That's <laughs> absolutely amazing. I almost wish this was a visual uh, medium so that you could show it to us on a PowerPoint or something. But that's that's absolutely amazing. We are coming up against our next break. My very special guest this week is Dr. Robert Garcia. And we will talk about his new ebook that he came out with recently called The Profitable Entrepreneur. And I'll ask him about specific strategies that we all can use to accelerate our business. And we'll talk about developing unstoppable mental strength. And we'll talk about this and so much more as the show continues. Please stay with us. Don't go away. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we will be right back very shortly. Please stay with us. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. 
This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.brianckwright.com for more information. Once again, that's brianckwright.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. And if you want to download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes for free, please feel free to do that. Leave a review. That would be very, very helpful. I am with Dr. Robert Garcia, and we have been talking about uh, his book, uh, 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 Supercharged, Next Level Supercharged. And we also talked about Shift Magazine and how that has influenced his business. What I want to ask next is the importance of having mentors, because none of us do this trip alone. How has that influenced your path? I've been very fortunate to have great mentors, um, whether it's just friends uh, or business mentors. But um, it's it's been crucial because I'll tell you, Brian, we don't see our blind spots. Right. We certainly don't. Uh, examples of people that you've learned from that have helped you. Um, I've had some calls with some really good people early on. Um, Nicholas Bailey, the CEO of Billion Dollar Body, actually gave me 30 minutes free, which was huge. Um, also Peter Anthony, uh, CEO of you can change the world.com. Uh, he, he charges $5,000 a call and I got an hour with him and you can wow. bet I wrote down everything. <laughs> oh yeah. When you get somebody whose time is billable at that rate and they give you time. Oh my gosh. Take advantage of it. Don't ask them. How's the weather? What'd you do last? No, no, no. It's about your business. Let's go. And man, don't waste that opportunity. That's awesome. Let me ask you about your new ebook that just came out recently called The Profitable Entrepreneur. Tell us about that. Yeah, it was uh, just came out two days ago, and I'm super excited about it because it's gaining so much traction. Um, the reviews are coming back. So basically, the theme of it was that um, right now, September 2017, I have my most profitable month ever. For the first time, I'm just, just, Racking in clients, sales are great, um, and I have I have reached what Malcolm Gladwell calls the tipping point for the first time in my life, and so I wanted to take a, an ebook with my ten best tips that could help people like me that were struggling for years, that didn't have clarity, that didn't know how to grow, and didn't know how to be connectors, and so that's what the profitable entrepreneur is about, and I priced it at forty seven dollars um, because that's who my audience are people that aren't profitable yet. 
Right. Absolutely. So I know that you don't want to let the whole can of worms out and you shouldn't, but can you give us one or two ideas that might help us and, and get us thinking? Absolutely, Brian. I'm going to give you guys a, a gold gold nugget today um, for having me on the show. Basically, one of the techniques that I that I really emphasized was learning how to value your content because a lot of us give away our best content for free without even knowing it because we've never sat down and categorized it. So what I mean by that is if, if you're telling people what to do, that's one price point. If you're telling them how to do it, that's another, a higher one. And then if you're doing it for them, that's the highest one of all. Yes. And it should be. I mean, you go to seminars and live events where the headline is learn how to whatever. Well, no, you don't really learn how to. You you get the what and the who and the why. But if you really want to know how, you have to pay for it. And it's usually in the form of a coaching program. And that's how the game is played. And, and that's okay. You, you should be paid for the valuable contribution that you're making to the world. Am I right about that? No, absolutely. And it's all about the results. If you can create unbelievable results with nearly every client and customer, you should get compensated for it just like a doctor or a mechanic. Absolutely. So when you are starting a business, let's say that someone out there is starting a business or they're pretty new to this whole entrepreneurial thing. How do you know if an idea is good or not? The first thing to do is to test it out with, with generalized market research, um, a mix of both strangers and, um, and friends, because you need both perspectives. Um, the, the quickest thing I do is I go into a Facebook entrepreneurial group and then I just post a poll and I said, hey, out of these three ideas, which one would you buy? That, that's, yeah. that's the market right there, baby. Yeah, I, I love that. Just ask people. I mean, that's really that's really where it's at. Absolutely. Uh, and, and ask people who have an inkling toward potentially buying the thing that you're doing. Don't just ask someone just because they're your best friend or your uncle, but ask someone who's likely to be a buyer and find out what they think, right? Exactly. And one of the biggest mind shifts that I had to make was to stop creating products I wanted to sell and start creating products that other people wanted to buy. Mm, that is so important. Give the market what they want, not what you want to give them. Exactly, Brian. And, and that was the game changer. Great. So being an entrepreneur can sometimes be hard. There are days that are great and there are days that are not so great. You need unstoppable mental strength to get through the journey. So how do you develop that? Well, um, one of my other eBooks was on that very subject and mm -hmm. the best way to do it, um, that I found out is physical exercise and to develop your wall and then shatter it and just keep pushing yourself, whether it's biking, running, um, working out, you know, by doing that, you eventually create mental strength. So shattering your wall, does that mean identifying what you think your limits are and then do whatever you can to bust through them? Exactly. Um, have you ever done any physical activities, Brian, where you kind of started doing it and you weren't very good and then you improved? Yeah. Running was like that. When I first started exercising a lot, uh, running for two minutes on the treadmill was hard. I mean, hard, like huffing and puffing hard. Uh, but a few years ago I realized what I was doing wrong. I was trying to run full out. And of course you can't run full out for a long period of time. And so I just slowed it down to a jog and you can run a lot farther when you slow it down a little bit and just do it at a light jog. I eventually made my time go up to a little over an hour 
And that was a huge breakthrough for me. I mean, that was actually a really emotional experience. If you think about it, because I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that I could run for an hour without stopping. But I did. I'm slowly rebuilding that now. I had some some health issues a few years ago and I'm uh, getting myself back to where I want to be. But yeah, I know I've done it before so I can do it again. So that's the advantage I have this time is I know I've done it before. Were you more confident after that, Brian? Oh, absolutely. I mean, after, I mean, I ran an hour twice. I went an hour and five minutes once and an hour once. And yes, I was a lot more confident. I've always had this vision that I'm not athletic. That's always been my worldview about myself. But after that, I decided, you know what? Maybe I'm not so unathletic after all. Now, I want you to think about something. After you achieved that milestone, did you start to think about other things that maybe you perceived you weren't good at that you could change? I didn't think about it quite in those terms because I was so focused on uh, my health and fitness journey, but I, I know that I had more confidence going forward, and I think what that did, I had a roommate at the time that it wasn't a great situation. I did have the confidence to, I guess, encounter him, uh, call him out and on things that needed to be called out, and I wasn't afraid to speak up. So I think I developed confidence in other areas because of that. It was a byproduct of it, yeah. That's great. And that's that's how I was with beach running. I started off, I was out of shape, a girl broke up with me, and I was just sad and needed something to do. And I could I could run for maybe six minutes at the beach. And then uh, I ended up getting up to eight miles regularly. It wasn't even a thing anymore. Yeah, that's fantastic. While I'm thinking about it, where can we find all these resources? Because you've got so much going on. Um, my main website is yournextlevelofsuccess.com, and that's my primary website where you can book your free 30-minute uh, consulting call with me. And you can see the programs that I offer. And um, there's also the Facebook group, uh, Success Engineers with Dr. Rob. And then uh, Shift Magazine has its own page on Facebook. Fantastic. So let me ask this. For those who are on their journey in business or even anybody maybe that isn't in business, cash flow can be an issue for all of us at one point or another. What are some ways that we can generate cash quickly if we need to? Assess your individual aptitude and skill. Figure out what you're really, really good at that, that you have insider information or techniques on that people would pay for. Pick your medium of delivery. So maybe it's YouTube videos or an ebook or a checklist um, or a email sequence, and then monetize it immediately. So that's one way. That's a, that's a product. Um, another way is to become a virtual assistant. Maybe make social media plans for people or book uh, public relations appearances, things like that. And then another way would be to create a course. That's fantastic because all of us are good at something and it's just a matter of being honest and identifying what that is. And I tell people if they don't have any idea what they're good at, just think about what people compliment you on, uh, whether it's you know how to deal with children, whether it's cooking or anything related to food, whether it's uh, helping people with you know giving people nutritional advice. Figure out what you're good at. What are people complimenting you on? And maybe that's something – that you can monetize. Am I right? I'll do you one better, Brian. Same thing. Yes. Check the market. So what if you uh, go on Facebook and just ask an open-ended inquiry, what am I good at? Yeah. What do you think I'm good at? 
Okay, that's great. The market will tell you once again. Ask and let the market tell you. That's a really great idea. So you and I have talked privately, and you've given me ideas for for my business, and uh, even uh, throughout some free resources that I didn't know about. What are some free resources that maybe we can use uh, in our business or in our life that maybe we don't have any idea exists? There's quite a few out there, and this is something I do with clients is just show them the the world that's out there. The main one, the big one, is Canva.com, which is free graphical design software. Um, I actually create my magazine with it, and it costs nothing. It's easy to use. And if you're super creative, Canva can be an in- a giant income generator um, because you have the ability to export as both JPEGs or PDFs with clickable links. So you can create eBooks, You can create courses. You can pop in links to videos. Um, Canva lets you pretty much do anything. So that's one. Um, the second one for graphical design is GIMP, G-I-M-P, and you can download it for free. A little bit more Photoshop-y, um, but definitely a good uh, good alternative. And then, um, let's see, trying to think what else. Um, YouTube is still a, an amazing platform for video delivery. You can't beat it. Yeah. In fact, I was on YouTube today to learn how to do something related to my uh, my word program because I clicked on something that I didn't mean to click on and my document looked very strange and I couldn't figure out how to put it back the way I did it or figure out what I did. So I went on YouTube and I looked up a video on how to do it. So if you if you have technical skills, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I learned gosh, several years ago when I bought a, bought a new phone. I had to YouTube how to put the SIM card in my phone because I couldn't figure out where where the the opening was and which way it goes in, and I was just lost. I YouTube that. <laughs> exactly, it's that's a, one that's one of my speed learning techniques. Believe it or not, research. Yeah, absolutely. So, how do you handle adversity, and how long does it take you to get going again? We've got maybe a minute to a minute and a half left in the segment. Um, it, it's all about being really honest and open about it. You know, find out if you're feeling blue, why you're feeling blue, like isolate it. And then if you need to take half a day to be depressed, go get some ice cream. Just don't, don't try and stifle what's really going on under the surface. That's what I find works for me. Yeah. I mean, just allow yourself to feel what you're feeling, not for a very long time, but just get it out of your system and then refocus on gratitude, focus on what you're good at, focus on what other people think you're good at, focus on your mission in the world, and that works for me. I appreciate those suggestions. This is Success Profiles Radio. We will come right back. This is our final break coming up, and down the stretch we come right after the break. Please stay with us. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. 
is the Tokinet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. National Ice Cream Month. As if we needed a reason to celebrate ice cream. Would you believe the average American eats 45.8 pints of ice cream a year? Here's the scoop on some ice cream lingo. In Pennsylvania, the paper cone used to hold ice cream is called a tut. Sprinkles or jimmies on top of ice cream are called ants in California and outsiders and logs in Vermont. The world record for ice cream eating is 1.75 gallons in 8 minutes. Oh, I feel a brain freeze coming on. What's another word for brain freeze? Spenopalatine ganglia neuralgia. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dr. Robert Garcia. And let's talk about why you think entrepreneurs struggle in their business. What do you think holds people back? Well, Brian, there's a couple of reasons. But early on, it's a lack of focus, a lack of clarity, and a lack of brand consistency. Those are the big Mm -hmm. ones. Yeah, and we talked about branding a little bit earlier and we talked about focus a little earlier. I think being consistent is so important because uh, not every day is the same. In fact, it's rare that two days are exactly the same, you know, if you have your own business. But I'll tell you what, sometimes things just throw you. And so it, it's just, you know, some of the things we talked about, you know, managing your time and and just having a real clear idea on on what you're learning and what you're doing and, and source out the things that you don't need to be doing. I saw something on Facebook today that says if you don't have a virtual assistant, then you are the virtual assistant. That's brilliant. And yeah, it was, uh, you know, I, I talk about Peter Anthony a lot because he's changed my life in quite a few ways, but he really said, he just said to me over a, a Skype call, he's like, Rob, you're a $300,000 coach. How do you act? And that blew my mind. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that. In fact, I've, several years ago, I had somebody in my network tell me that I had everything I needed to create a $5 million a year business. And it took me a while to really embrace it. But now I'm starting to ask myself, what would the $5 million a year version of myself do? And if I'm not doing it, I ask myself, why are you not doing those things? It, it has helped. So yes, you have to place yourself in the future. Just like I talked about uh, at the very beginning, you know, beating procrastination, visualizing the future version of yourself and doing the things that that future version of yourself would actually do. And so do it. It's awesome. So let's talk about your coaching program. Uh, one of the things you teach about, uh, it teaches to how to get media. And we talked a little bit about that. What are some of the do's and don'ts of approaching the media? I didn't get a chance to ask you that before. Um, a lot of people kind of make the same mistake. They contact the media person directly and they just did just fumble the, uh, the pitch horribly. So they're just like, Hey, um, you know, you put me on the show. I'm really good for it. And I've been on such and such and this and that. Um, I had one guy just 
out of nowhere write me on Facebook and demand the cover of my magazine, and I, I couldn't stop laughing at him. That, that is funny. That is so funny. I'll, I'll give you a brief example. I had someone uh, email me wanting to come on my show, and you know, I'll listen to any, any good pitch for sure. Uh, this lady talked about how we need to collaborate because there's, she feels like there's synergy between us. Okay, you don't know me. So that was a little odd. And then, oh, get this, it gets even better. She said, I'm crazy busy, so here's my calendar link. You schedule a time on my calendar so we can talk. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. You want something from me, but I have to jump through your hoops? That is not happening. She's lost her mind. Yeah, totally. So anyone out there that's looking for media, don't make it hard. And, And I understand the whole idea of positioning, but if I have no idea who you are, that just doesn't work. Make things easier for the person that you're trying to pitch. Don't make it harder and don't make them do extra work because they're busy and they're not going to do it. They just won't. I'm just telling you, they won't. So let's pivot and let me ask you what has surprised you about entrepreneurship in general. I asked you what made things difficult for you earlier in the show, but what do you think has really surprised you the most about this whole journey as you've looked at the landscape? The, the creativity, and especially um, from the younger people, from the millennial entrepreneurs, um, yeah. as you know, they're embracing technology, they're embracing Facebook bots and uh, you know automation, and um, just the unbelievable social media presence of like Desislava Dobreva, um, Katya, um, Arne Giski, just these young people that are just tearing it up with these great high-res high videos and just funny concepts, and uh, I'm, I'm so proud of them, and I'm so grateful that i get to be in the same era as them yeah it's it's wonderful i was reading i can't remember which book it was but somebody was talking about that exact subject and how young people children even teenagers are embracing technology faster and more furiously than we could ever imagine and the comment that was made was it would not surprise me if we had a teenage billionaire sometime in our lifetime and i believe that to be true i don't know who it's going to be or when but i think it'll happen what about you I absolutely think so, and I've I've really marinated on this, and I have a theory um, because we have for the first time we have two different generations that are working together. We have the Gen Xers and the Millennials, and the reason that they need to work together is that Millennials are very good with technology, but they're not as good communicating, and Gen Xers are the opposite. They're very good communicators because they haven't had technology, but they're fumbling sometimes learning all the new stuff that's coming out, so they can actually help each other. Totally. Oh my gosh. So greatest piece of advice to entrepreneurs who might be struggling right now, would you say collaboration is one of those strategies? Surround yourself with experts. Um, do the best you can to lift everybody up. I am wildly popular right now and it's because I've spent so much time making other people successful. Absolutely. And we learn because we read. And I ask a lot of my guests this question. What are some of the most influential books that have helped your life and your career? The two that I am constantly reading are The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill and Limitless by Alan Glenn. Great. What's that about? I haven't read that. Limitless is the book that spawned the movie with Bradley Cooper and Robert De Niro. And it's about a guy. um, He's (laughs) I can identify with this. He is an unemployed writer that gets dumped by his girlfriend and is just living this wretched life in a little apartment. And he ends up uh, getting taking a pill that gives him a four-digit IQ. Wow. That's unbelievable. I haven't seen the movie either. So 
that's on my list. That's great. And I, I, I like Bradley Cooper. I think he's he's great. So uh, the importance of taking action really, really fast. How has that impacted your career? It's uh, in a major way. Um, I don't hesitate anymore when I think about doing big, bold things. Um, I don't worry about what other people will think or judge me because somebody's going to judge me every single day, but they don't pay my rent at the end of the day. Right. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. If you were starting over today, Robert, knowing everything you know right now, what might you do differently? I would immediately use the principles in my ebook, The Profitable Entrepreneur. So I would start building a team. I would start assessing people for their strengths and their aptitudes. Um, I, I would make myself consistent in my branding. And I would make partnerships and create social value for everyone around me. And I would make a murderously good product. Absolutely. In fact, one thing that I talk about in my, my leadership book is to make everyone welcome in my presence. And you can build a really great community when you create an atmosphere around you that people want to be around you. And when you want, when people want to be around you, you have the opportunity to be very influential and liking, knowing, and trusting is so important. So I, I love that. What is the scariest thing you've ever done? Um, the scariest thing I ever did, uh, I took a chance early on when my, uh, my first book came out and I quit my day job. I literally walked out on a Thursday when a supervisor was being kind of rude to me. And, um, I, I just, I quit at lunch and I never went back and, uh, and, uh, it was, it was terrifying, but it was, uh, very uplifting as well. Did you have a plan? I did not have a plan. Um, at the time I self-published my book and I got on the news for it. And I thought, oh, everything's going to be great. And then, uh, you know, perfect storm happened. The guy was yelling at me, and I was just like, you know, I'm going to try and go out on my own. So that's that's what I call the dark ages in my career, and yeah. uh, it was scary. <laughs> One of the mantras that I live by is that life is too short to work with people who irritate me. I just, I just won't. I don't. I don't put up with that anymore. I just don't, and I'm so much happier for it. I, I don't feel beholden to anybody. I mean, if you treat me like crap – uh, I, I'm just going to go away and you know what? Bye. That's it. So let me ask you this. How has Facebook live helped you? Cause I know you've done a lot of Facebook lives. How has that helped, uh, your continuity, your engagement, your community? The, the best thing that's happened recently is that Facebook transitioned from just being able to do it from your phone to being able to do it at your, your home, um, on your, on your PC. And, uh, Facebook Live's changed the game for me because it helps me to convert people from strangers to friends to clients faster than anything I've ever seen. Um, people are tuning in that have never, ever had a conversation with me and loving my stuff and joining my group. So Facebook Live is a great conversion tool. Absolutely. I, I love that. And so creating engagement in your Facebook group, what, what has that been like for you? How do you really do that? Um, a lot of freebies, a lot of taking market polls to find out what people are struggling with, and a lot of personalization. Um, people know that if they enter my group, that they are going to be friends with me, just like I'm sitting in their living room having coffee with them. Fantastic. So tell us one more time, how can we get a hold of you? My main website is yournextlevelofsuccess.com, and my Facebook group is Success Engineers with Dr. Rob. Fantastic. The last question I ask everyone at the end of the show, as we have less than three minutes to go, who inspires and motivates you? Um, I would say everybody that I work with in the current entrepreneurial sphere, they, they help me to get out of bed every day. Great. Uh, big plans moving forward for you. Biggest plan is to make Shift the best magazine in the world for entrepreneurs, number one. 
Awesome. Any, any, any final thoughts as we have just a couple minutes left? Lift up everyone around you because at the end of the day, that's all. That's the people that's going to support you. Awesome. And again, your website is next. Your next level of success.com. Your next level of success.com. And if someone does want to, you know, talk to you, schedule a call, they can go on your website and there's a contact page there, right? Absolutely. Fantastic. This has been success profiles radio and Robert, I'm, I'm just so, so grateful that, that you're here. I mean, we had a really great talk today and once again, uh, you know, you've been through a lot. You create experts. Shift Magazine, definitely look at that. Uh, his book, Next Level Supercharged, I know that that's on Amazon. Uh, the Profitable Entrepreneur is very helpful. I got that this week, and I'm still going through it. And and developing unstoppable mental strength is just absolutely imperative. I mean, if you let life control you and if you let your day control you, you're not going to go anywhere. Am I right about that? Absolutely. Fantastic. And uh, we also talked about how to generate cash flow quickly if you really need to and some free resources. Uh, please download and subscribe uh, Success Profiles iTunes on iTunes or Success Profiles Radio on iTunes and uh, listen back to the show because lots of nuggets here. I find that when I listen back to the show, I hear things that I didn't hear the first time. It's like watching a movie. You watch a movie for a second or third time and you think, I don't remember this. This makes much more sense now. So go ahead and do that. So thank you, Robert Garcia, for joining us today. It was an honor and a privilege to have you here, my friend. Thanks, Brian. I loved being here. Awesome. So join us next week on Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, Success Profiles Radio, where I will interview another world-class expert and learn how they succeeded, what they overcame, and what lessons we can extract from that. So hopefully we don't make some of the same mistakes that they might have made. You can download and subscribe on iTunes. You can go to successprofilesradio.com. And thank you so much for joining us. Have a great week, everyone. Goodbye. part of success profiles radio with your host brian k wright each week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to